everyone. It is, can you believe it already? It's, what is it? It's Wealth Wellness Wednesday. I mean, can you just like, we're the third day of the work week already. It doesn't even seem possible. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol So, aka Naughty Boss Live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Have a little, excuse me, shadow lighting going on. Um, lots going in the, um, going on in my office. Um, and I think I mentioned this the other day, you know, frozen pipes. So we're still kind of working on that. A lot of shifting going on, but you know what? You pivot when you have to pivot and you don't let those little things, it could have been a bigger fit thing, but you don't let those little things derail you from what you were meant to do. And that is to continue on and provide, um, great service and do what you love to do and love what you do exactly and you know today is wealth wellness wednesday uh we are you know it's a day that we we talk about different things about paying it for gratitude even in despite of the the craziness that is our journey of our lives i think we all can you know relate to that and speaking of crazy uh First of all, two great things. I obviously, as, as I chatted really quick yesterday because uh, I lost uh, internet, was going to see the uh, 80s for Brady movie. It was cute. It was light. It was funny. I, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. I would see it again. Definitely a girl's kind of a chicky movie. Funny. Uh, you know, really got back to, I mean, the the lineup of actors or actresses, I should say, which they're actors, <clears throat> was impressive. They did a great job. They added so much comedy to this very lighthearted movie. And, you know, we're at a time where you need you need that. You need some some going to the movies where you're seeing some really good things, especially since we're coming off of the controversy of, of the Grammys, you know, with the only word you use, I think, is satanic of, of what was, and I didn't see it. So uh, I did not witness it firsthand. Uh, but obviously, <clears throat> like many other people, you've, we've seen a lot of pictures. And speaking of wealth and wellness, I saw a picture of Madonna. I had no idea it was even her. I guess she's had some some work done. Um, and she looks like a totally different person. Kind of, kind of scary. I'm going to go out there to say that it's kind of scary looking, but you know, a lot of people like to do what they want to do on their face. But it was, a, it was a really, it was just a very lighthearted movie. So you go from that lighthearted movie of the uh, '80s for Brady, which again, uh, you know, they, they, all the, the four stars did amazing. Uh, Tommy's definitely not an actor, but he was really cute in the movie. Uh, he had a little few parts to it, but a great, great storyline. And then. Yes, last night was the first time, because I often talk about this, I don't watch the person occupying the people's house. I, I've never seen a full speech of his. I've never watched, really watched him live. And I painfully watched the entire thing. And the only reason why I really watched it this time was because I knew Sarah Huckabee was doing the rebuttal. And I wanted to, like, you know, finally, like, experience it as painful as it was. I have to say that, um, you know, the Speaker of the House had some some great facials. It was definitely a different type of event. Usually uh, there's, you know, reverence in the sense of 
the president who is presenting the State of the Union is very commanding, uh, very passionate, very uh, unifying. Uh, that's not exactly what I witnessed. You know, other people may have a different take on it. That's the, the beauty of uh, giving your opinion. I did not see any unifying. I saw him outwardly called out, which I've really never seen before, on blatant lies. And normally I wouldn't be a fan of somebody shouting out in that kind of decorum, that forum per se. And I'm not really, I'm still not sure it's really the right way, but you know, it was spontaneous and I understand why. He was blatantly stating some, some lies. Now we know he's not very truthful. If anyone understands and fact checks uh, some of the things that he says, well, no, he's untruthful. He's proven over the history of time he's untruthful with his resume, with places he said he worked at. There's a whole list, so I'm not gonna like rehash all his uh, plagiarisms over the years. They've been documented and anyone could look them up. But when you are supposed to be giving an address to the nation, to we the people, and you outwardly are lying, I am glad, even though I don't necessarily agree that that's the way it was done, in that moment, I'm glad that a lot of people, a lot of Congress yelled to him, you're a liar, you're lying. And they were infuriated. And that tells me that they're willing to go out of that comfort zone of not being in the kind of the proper moment of what normally a State of the Union address should be. But they had to call him up because you know darn well, those with common sense were at home yelling and screaming at the TV if they were watching. Um, so I, I that, you know, and then just as his, there was a lot of missteps, um, you know, he would go off on a few different things and then he wouldn't finish sentences. I expected all that. So that was not a surprise. But the fact that, I, and, and it's documented, certain, certain reporters actually documented how many times he would say one thing or how long or how many lines subject matters and the least amount of time that he took to even express was on the border, was on fentanyl, was on mental issues, crime. Uh, I think he only said one or two lines regarding China, but he never mentioned the balloon, the spy. And the other piece that really, uh, really incited people yelling within the chamber was the fact that he was yelling at Congress that they had to do something about the border. They had to do something about the border. Well, from my recollection in the two years, he hasn't actually really visited the hard parts of the border. I think he did a cameo appearance and the VP who's that supposed to be her baby has never been. She went to the furthest point away from what's going on and the fact that you had on that very same day, earlier in the day, Border Patrol agents actually finally answering questions to Congress with, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can never, Majorca? I think that's his name. Something Majorca. like that. My, yes, whatever that, whatever the clown's name is. He's clown number two. Where he's blocked them from actually speaking to Congress. Now they finally got, Congress said, no, you're coming in. We want to hear it. So you heard from them firsthand. I believe they said there was over 641 pounds in the last two years of fentanyl that they recovered, 4.4 million. And you can fact check my, my figures because I'm just 
kind of rattling off from something I saw real quick. So my numbers could be off. Before I think it said 4.4 million have crossed the border, uh, illegals. Now I'm not saying that all of them are bad people. There's a very tiny percentage, but one of the one things that the border patrol stated to Congress was you are being basically fed, and I'm paraphrasing because it's, it's not exactly how he said it, that these are families coming over. And he gave a very high percentage that it's single males coming over. So you've got a, an influctuation of a lot of single males. So the perception's always been it's families, it's not families. A lot of them are drug dealers, uh, child traffickers, part of the cartel, that, that's the reality of it. So knowing that that actually took place, hours that to me are factual. These are the people that are working at that border and are seeing it firsthand. For him now to digress and yell at Congress it, like that, it's their problem when you refuse to even deal with it. And then the little bits and pieces you, you know, uh, at, at, you know, it's kind of a, well, I better add it to the things that I got to talk about just to get them in there so no one can accuse me of not addressing it. You didn't do it any due justice. The other thing that, uh, which I understand, they, they brought in a family who uh, someone was recently killed, but it painted the picture that all police are bad. You know, he didn't address anything. I mean, we just had a, a New York police officer who was shot in the head by a repeat offender because New York's got their own set of cray cray, you know, rules about being arrested. And he's fighting for his life. No real mention of him. Um, he did, you know, make an overall statement about, you know, that when they put the badge on. So he did say a few things, but not not enough where it was impactful because it was just, you could just tell some of these things had to be inserted into the speech to make him look other than what he actually is. Um, but then McCarthy's, you know, facials in the background, I, I thought were priceless. And... Uh, he uh, was very commanding himself, uh, already made a statement he would not be one that's going to be ripping up speeches and, and all that. And then they recognized Pelosi's husband, whatever. Um, you know, no one wishes anyone to be attacked, but there's a lot of questions on, still on that, especially if you saw it, um, because they did release the, the video on that. So it goes on and on and on. So finally, when this clown show, and it was, it was a circus gets over the the most important piece was i want to see because now you had the oldest sitting person occupying the people's house who's 80 versus the youngest governor in the united states history who is sarah huckabee and uh what's her sanders sanders sarah sarah huckabee, huckabee sanders yes that's what i was saying and you have her who's, you know, a young mom, she's 40 years old, the youngest governor, and she's already making change. She even talked about that in her rebuttal. Uh, today, she's in, uh, going to be uh, enacting the high, one of the highest paid salary up, ups for teachers, revamping. She's uh, basically made it to law. There's no CRT, no indoctrination. We want, she goes, I want to get back to education, not indoctrination. But then her rebuttal from the actual address, the State of the Union address, was priceless. Leadership, passion, integrity, on point, common sense, uh, that's what we need. And she did an excellent, excellent job. So even though 
the hell of the 72 minutes that I had a witness uh, was worth the rebuttal because I wanted to make sure that, you know, he was called out. She called him out, but very uh, intelligent, very, uh, very, uh, it was very well written. She did an excellent, excellent job. So I was, that was how I ended my day, which, you know, a little, little crazy, but. Well, I did watch that person give that address and let's just call it what it is, the state of the confusion address, because yeah. it certainly was confusing. There were only little mentions of things that we would hope that he would have expanded on. It was lackluster. It was full of lies and rightfully so, you know, people were calling them out. Do I think that they should have done it in that fashion? I don't know, but again, like you said, it, it was spontaneous and the look on Kevin McCarthy's face just said it all. And, you know, for those who are still, and I saw, I always, I love to check, um, by the way, I love Twitter and I should, uh, um, we'll mention our Twitter handle again. I love Twitter because it gives all different sides and different takes from different people on the address. And one thing that I realize is that People were still talking about COVID, which, of course, you know, they want to talk about COVID. That's their right. That is their privilege. But, of course, um, <laughs> the socialistic person there from, I believe he's from New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders, um, was the only one wearing a mask. And that was the talk that I was seeing that, you know, how come more people weren't wearing masks? <laughs> Well, I mean, look, look, look at the, look at the presentation coming in when they announce them. In everyone's hugging, everyone's shaking hands. Guess what, people? We're over it. They just like the flu, uh, the virus, the Chinese virus, and yes, that's what I'm calling it, is in fact here to stay. And if anyone with a brain uh, listens to or watches medical professionals that know what's true and knows that the virus was created for the jab, not the other way around. The jab was not created for the virus. The virus was, was created for the jab. The jab was already in the works, way already in the works. So, you know, when we talk about, you know, how it, it came about so fast, it was already in the works because they needed that for a reason and we're not going to go into all the ins and outs of that because that would not be a podcast that would be a uh, marathon podcast to go over all that nonsense so yeah he was the only one wearing it and it's his choice and for me Absolutely. when i look at uh, when i look at it now uh there's two people that wear it those that are truly still in fear and there are some people that are truly still in fear others are wearing it for a political statement and Bernie Sanders is wearing it for a political statement. That is it. That is it. And there was a couple of ick factors. For instance, when they announced um, the um, person's wife that's occupying 1600 and her walking in and locking lips with the second gentleman, I thought that was disgusting. I was like, ugh. Well, not only that, um, you know, a lot of people captured the picture perfectly and there, you know, you know, there was that show, The West Wing. So it's titled The West Wing. I thought it was hysterical and yes, gross, gross and more gross. You know, I can see a hug, you know, I can see, you know, a gentle kiss on the cheek, I guess, 
but for the propaganda, knowing the propaganda of baloney that they were pushing regarding the virus. And then, you know, right in, you know, plain sight, having a little smoochy there. And then there was a little, uh, I'm just going to call for what it is, uh, a conspiracy theory going around that the doctor is going to be waiting in the wings should she need to um, step in, but that she might also be in the running. Jill? Yeah. Oh, good golly. Well, you know, I guess add spice to the ring of the circus that will continue, I guess. You know, uh, the bottom line is, you know, when you saw Huckabee, you know, Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders versus, you know, she's she's she she's the future of the party, of the Republican Party. She's the future of, you know, her generation, that 40-year-old generation, are the ones that are saying, no, we're not, we're not dealing with this. And even with all the satanic nonsense that went on with the Emmy or Grammys, uh, there is hope. You know, I always say there is hope, there is goodness. We just have to kind of look for it. Sometimes we have to really look for it. But ironically, the morning after that red devil display of whatever, there were numbers that came out that applications for faith-based colleges are on the rise. So think about that. Colleges for faith-based, you know, colleges, applications, applications are on the rise. That tells me that people are looking, that that age group is looking and they're making a statement saying, we don't want this woke ideology because that is all that the, that particular party has been pushing. A lot of people think it's, they've only been pushing it for the last two years. This has been going on for years, people right under your nose. You know, what's been going on with the colleges and indoctrination, this has been going on for years. Now, the indoctrination has just moved on to where you're gonna see more people yelling. Because let's face it, if you've got young children, you're usually involved with their education. You wanna know what's going on in their school system. Versus when you've, your child's reached that rite of passing and they're on to college, you're not like, you're not going to teacher conferences anymore. You know, you know that, you know, you're kind of sending your child off that kind of first, their first real uh, stepping of the toes of, you know, in the water of being an adult. You know that, you know, there's, you know, they're experimenting and finding their way. But that's what was going on over the last 15 to 20 years was indoctrination of those students who are now adults and are now professors prolonging this indoctrination. But now they've kind of, they, they kind of hit their mark. So now we got to move on to the young kids. We want the kids, we want the whole child. And that's what's really going on. And I was glad to see that even though this, this stuff is going on, that this younger generation is saying, eh, I'm not kind of buying this whole sadistic kind of Satan way. Uh, on a totally side note, like I said, Madonna, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, what happened to your face? Yeah, like I, 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 somebody sent me a picture. I said, that's not Madonna. They go, you didn't watch the Grammys? I said, no, I don't watch that crap anymore. I, I gave that up a long time ago. And I said, there's no way that's Madonna. But it was Madonna. I was like, what happened? Yeah. And then the other, the other singer, same thing. His face looks totally different. 
So I, I don't know. Is that a thing that they totally changed her face? I don't know. It's it's blo- It's like round. She has no eyebrows, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, she always wears crazy, crazy hairdos. So that you know, that didn't, you know. Although you know, and then the, the chains and the, the the I don't know. But it was the face. The the face was so like I, I would have never known that was her. Like it does not look like her at her at all. There's like not not one piece about her face that's her that I recognize. Well, in my opinion, she's a has-been, you know, and I didn't even watch the Grammys. I'm like, I don't want to watch that crap. And mm-hmm. it was painful to sit through and, and watch last night, you know, <laughs> at point at point in times, you know, I I always yell at Gary for yelling at the TV. I was the one yelling at the TV. We both were at certain times, you know, but... <sighs> This is the United States of America, people. And when you have someone occupying the people's house that has been more divisive than ever, to have somebody in that position who continually, blatantly, outwardly lies, carries on cohorts, (laughs) he, he... he's just not doing a good job people and just ask yourself a very basic question are you better off now than you were two years ago and I'm not referring to the previous president I'm just asking in general well funny that you say that because he did he goes uh gasoline you know has come down a dollar fifty well guess what what was it when you entered office um then he talked about jobs he was handed the best economy and he's trying to say it was not the best economy when he got to it, that it was already in shambles. Wrong, lie, uh, you know. And I think they're utilizing the rebound, which would naturally rebound because he, you know, destroyed the the economy, you know. And, and I look at it and I say, I mean, the the statement that comes to my mind or the tagline, if you will, how to destroy America in two years or less, uh, you know, and, and and when I look at him, that's what I think, because everything he talked about that's rebounding, he was the cause of it to begin with. And he doesn't, he's not, he's not connecting the dots. And there's a lot of people out there that are not connecting that dots. And this is the stuff that is putting stress on their lives. We already know that stress is the number one uh, cause for people with dementia and Alzheimer's. It's, it impacts your health, it impacts your wellness because you worry, you get stressed out when you hear someone blatantly lying and not being truthful about what's going on. So I really got, you know, because I try not to, like I said, I, I, I don't think I've ever watched a live speech of his from, from start to finish. There's been maybe two times that I hear the beginning and then I kind of walk away and I, I'm like, I'm not watching this stuff. But like, again, I specifically... Uh, was intrigued, I would say, to watch because obviously what just happened with the spy balloon and then, you know, what happened, you know, what's going on with the world, what's going on within our own United States. So I wanted to see how he was going to spin it. There was a lot of experts that didn't think he would mention anything on certain subjects. So I think he knew that and that's why there's like little blurbs of them but it wasn't good enough. 
no, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't good enough because you didn't deliver. You weren't uh, accountable to what you destroyed. Like you destroyed our country. He, him and his administration have destroyed our country in less than two years. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And you can't use your own destruction when it now starts to rebound somewhat, and it's not really even rebounding, but a little bit, and use that as an accolade of something that, oh, I did that. But you created it. You're giving yourself a pat on the back, which there's nothing wrong, but if you're not accountable, it's, it's, it's the same analogy when you have somebody losing weight. I lost 20 pounds. Well, does that, like I've lost 20 pounds over the last year, but did you count in that you put on 40 to begin with? So the, you have to be accountable. You can't create havoc on your health, your wellness economy and what he's doing. And then start to give yourself accolades because you're now, you know, you, you created that. So for me, like, you know, when I compare that to losing weight, now I say to people, yes, give yourself a pat on the back because you're losing weight. But also understand, you know, go from what was your starting point of where you needed to lose weight? Because we all know that everyone goes up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, Yeah, you want to celebrate your wins. But at the same time, you got to be accountable. And he just, he wasn't accountable for, for, because, and I think part of the difference between that comparison with weight, you know, some people have outlining issues, you know, whether it be eating disorder, whether it be, you know, they're, they're suffering from depression, so they go to food for comfort. Those things happen. We know that. It's usually most people to actually have sustained lost weight need to get to the root of why they're eating the way they're eating. And a mm-hmm. lot of people don't. So that's kind of a, it, it's a comparison, but it's a totally separate issue. And with what he's doing is what he's created was done on purpose. We're usually somebody gaining weight. They're not putting on weight on purpose. So that's where the difference is. You know, most people put on weight for various reasons. And it's usually from an emotional piece that they don't want to address. And in this case, what he did was on purpose. He totally dismantled everything that was already good and already working because he had a propaganda narrative that he wanted to get out. So he purposely destroyed the economy, totally two different things in that regard. But at the end of the day, he can't give himself all these accolades because he created the problem to begin with. He was yeah. handed he was handed a very good economy. He was handed, you know, we were at peace with the world. We were at leadership again. We were producing oil like we should be. Uh, we had... Uh, plenty of jobs. Manufacturing was back in the United States. Now all of a sudden he wants, now all of a sudden he's against big pharma. And now all of a sudden he wants to, you know, get manufacturing and manufacturing in the United States. Weren't we already doing that? You sometimes just have to shake, shake your head. And, you know, the casual mention of things did not, I was looking for more to address certain issues and it wasn't there. It was just a casual mention just to say that he mentioned it and you know I can't wait to hear the spin from you know Corrine Jean-Pierre 
um, I'm sure that's going to be, um, I would love to be a fly in the wall in that White House briefing today. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's such a fiasco on so many different levels. And I just can't even begin to sum up. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, as we go forward as a nation, you know, we, I think we can all agree that yes, we need bipartisan um, we need people to come together, but when you have a divider in chief that can't bring to the table good, sensible, common knowledge, takes credit for things that he's he really created the, the drama in the beginning or the situation and now takes credit for it starting to bounce back, something's got to give. Well, you know, the other piece that you, you brought up a really good point, you know, that, you know, we do have to have bipartisan, but what we witnessed last night, like he was antagonizing the audience. He was. I really, I really felt like he was, well, show me, like he was, you know, the, the, the body language, you know, the pointing of the finger, like, and, and then he went, especially when he brought up social security, oh, you know, wow. there's a, there's a, a bunch of, like, that's when things started erupt. Because it was a blatant lie. It's been a lie that the media has been utilizing. Uh, stop saying that the Republicans want to do away with Social Security. That is a blatant lie. And then, then he goes, well, it's not all of you. Well, it's some of you. Well, 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 it's one of you. Like, you look like a complete jack donkey, okay? That's what you look like, a jack donkey. Figure it out. And and that's what things got. That's what I was like. Are you kidding me? So you look like a complete fool now. You're supposed to be the leader, and you look like a fool because you're antagonizing. You're talking about one hand. You're talking about bipartisan, and the next minute you're antagonizing with lies. And then and then you have to like sort of backtrack it. Well, it's some of you. Well, maybe you know. And then it comes down to there's only one of them. And then everyone's like, you're full of crap. And then you got McCarthy in the background shaking his head, rightfully so, because it's a lie. So that is not a unifier. That's a divider. And you're absolutely correct. He's a divider. He certainly is. And, you know, as that booing and all that, the yelling was starting to go on. Um, there was one um, thing on Twitter this morning. They zoomed in on Kamala. <laughs> and I just had to laugh because she... It, really, if somebody can answer this question, I would love to know. And, and as she was like sitting there, like she looked mortified and I get it. But really, I asked myself a question. What has she actually done? Well, nothing. I mean, she's a disaster. You know, her own party wants to get rid of her. She's a disaster. The other, speaking about zooming in, they zoomed in on Manchin at one point where his party was clapping and going crazy. And he's just like, what? So, I mean, there are, there, are, there are a few moderate Democrats that are getting like this a little crazy here, <laughs> a little okay. crazy, um, because it is. Yeah, and, and I did notice too that uh, somebody named Mitch, and I think you guys can figure this out, um, who is a Republican, you know, he wasn't even like wearing you know, the, you know, the American flag, the pin, 
he was just like, oh no, he never even, he never even, most people, uh, which I thought this was probably the only thing that the the, uh, person occupying the White House actually did, which was commendable, I guess, which he should have done. I mean, you're you're supposed to, is announcing different people. So he did, he he announced, you know, congratulated McCarthy. That was good. You know, that was very beautiful. I thought, okay, we're on a good start. Uh, he's he's kind of sticking to the script, um, and then he recognized everybody. Everyone stood up because they were being applauded. Mitch McConnell just—I I don't know whether he took a Tylenol PM, but he looked like he was ready for a nappy poo. Uh, so he was not energetic. He just sat there like a bump on a log, and he should have gotten up. People are clapping for him. Get your ass up, buddy! And he looked like a bump on a log. See, this is the difference between conservatives and the left. We don't mind calling our people out. We have no problem calling them out when they look like buffoons. So yes, we do a, a great job with that. So yeah, he sat there and looked, he looked like he was, he looked like he'd taken a sleeping aid. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. Um, yeah, so there's that. But you know, overall, it, it will be the last time I listen to this meatball. But, and like I said, the only thing that fueled me to is because I knew Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders was going to speak and I would not be able to fully embrace her rebuttal if I didn't watch the moron. So that's why I did. And yes, I think he's a moron. And I have no, that's my opinion. Uh, it's my opinion, but I've got facts to base it on. Uh, yeah, so there's that. He's just, he's a buffoon. You know, he, well, and, he, and he looked, there was a couple of times he was doing the, you know, reaching in for the mic. Uh, and he did this uh, slightly slow uh, whisper, but not quite all the way. But he couldn't resist yeah. it. He did it I, a couple of times. I, I go, I oh, here Gary. comes the creepy Joe's coming out. I looked at Gary and I said, I swear to God, if he starts that whispering thing, I'm going to lose my shit. I know. I mean, I really thought he was, he, he was, and he just, the way he's hugging the mic, I go, oh, he's going in for it. Oh, God. So okay. I don't know, you you know, to our viewers and listeners, yeah, we, you know, we talked mostly about Wealth Wellness Wednesday. You know, sometimes we we feel the need that we got to talk these things out because they do impact our health and wellness. They add stress. Uh, I know one person in particular that was very stressed out that I was watching it last night and got very angry and said, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. But again, it wasn't that I wanted to, but I felt in order to really understand the rebuttal, I had to watch it. Normally, I would not watch this ding dong because he's just, he's too crazy. He does not add any sense of unifying, patriotic, passion, uh, comfort, anything. He doesn't, he just doesn't represent any of that to me. I think he's, I can't even, you know, in in his body language, his facials, uh, you know, the yelling, he was yelling at Congress you know, yelling at Americans, pointing, and he's just an angry, angry man. Uh, and then then he goes into confusion mode. Then he goes into creepy Joe mode. Like, there's just too many, like, it, it, and people say, why? that's the reason why he's a circus. Well, he's the, he's the head of the circus. He's the clown. And that's why people say that. They, they mimicked or they named him that for a reason. He's all over the place. She looked at the camera. She was talking to the American people, American citizens. He just, you know, I know he's trying to make that eye contact, but he's so crazy 
And then the yelling and the anger, uh, it just, yeah. So it was was 72 hours of my life. I I, 72 minutes of my life. I can't get back. That, that is so true. So going forward on this wealth wellness Wednesday, let's chat about wealth wellness Wednesday, what that means to us. And of course we have to come up with the question of the day. That's true. Well, that you can think about, because I'm sure you've got those rolling in your brain, but wealth wellness Wednesday, despite all this craziness, despite what's going on around in our world, We want to make sure that we are the leaders, the ambassadors of gratitude, blessings, paying it forward, putting out that vibe, putting out that spirit, Um, because when you lead with positivity, uh, yeah, you got to address the craziness that's going on in your life, but you also got to balance that with putting out really good vibes, putting out your goals to the universe um, and having that healthy relationship with money. And how do you do that? By paying it forward, by... uh, really surprising an unsuspecting person with a surprise. So we already know what's going on in our economy, right? We know going to the gas station is not the most pleasant thing. We know going to the grocery store is not the most pleasant thing. Most people don't like going, period, but they really detest it now because they're like, oh my God, this is my budget. Do I? How do I stretch my budget? So with that in mind, Wealth Wellness Wednesday is to surprise somebody maybe at the gas station, maybe uh, in the coffee line, maybe, and you know, I don't do coffee, maybe in the grocery store, uh, maybe um, anywhere you see people, like even the waiter that's waiting on you or or the waitress that's waiting on you, you know, it's really to surprise them and say, look at, you know, I know you're not expecting this, but I'm going to do it anyways. But you don't do it where they really know it's you. So how do you do that, Carol? So like, how do you do that, Janice? Well, you could put it in an envelope. You could put it in a package. You could put it uh, where you put your credit card in at the gas station. You could tape it. Like go. Like sometimes I'll go to the grocery store with tape and I'll tape bills on different things. Um, I think today I'm going to tape it on some eggs because everyone's talking about eggs and sidebar on the eggs. Uh, I'm sure you know, but how ironic is it that one of the largest egg farms in Connecticut had a suspicious fire and I don't know how many chickens or hens got murdered, killed in a fire. And I find that kind of hard to believe considering now they know that the yolks, I believe it's the yolks, are uh, helpful in the Yes. Doing something against the viri. The viri. Yes. And that's an ex, ex, excellent analogy. I couldn't get that word out. Very suspicious on how all that happened for sure. And, you know. What town was it? Was it? Where was it? I want to say in the Enfield area up that that's way. That's what I thought so. I, th- I think you're right. I think I think you're absolutely right. We have a friend that has hens and of course, Gary saw him the other day and said, Hey, can we buy some, you know, eggs from you guys? They normally give it, give them to us, which is very yeah. sweet. But they, he said, unfortunately, it's been so cold that they, they don't lay, lay eggs when it's this cold. Right. I mean, so maybe on this wealth wellness Wednesday, that would be my suggestion. People, you've got a dollar, you got $2, you got a $5 bill, whatever it may be. 
bring a roll of scotch tape. And sometimes I'll actually leave a little note on the bill saying happy Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And, you know, someone sees that and they go, well, A, what's Wealth Wellness Wednesday about? And B, why would someone do that? And you feel good. You're like, oh my God, how, how cool is that? Somebody, you know, taped a bill on this to help the cost of what this is going to be. You never know how that's going to impact their day. Maybe, you know, somebody goes in there with only $20, $20, and they got to make that stretch. And, you know, today, $20, I mean, you could come home with four bags of groceries and you're thinking, oh, she probably spent $34 and you spent over $100. So that $20, that $5, you betcha is going to help defray the cost of that person's groceries. So I think that's what I'm going to do today. But we want to hear what you're going to do today. Again, do something surprising. It has to be someone unsuspecting. So it doesn't mean you're helping somebody out that you know. This is just to, you know, and if you want some people, I know some people that follow us and do it, say, oh yeah, I usually wait around to see the person's reaction, which is kind of cool because they are, they're excited. Like they, they first, they just look around because they think there's a secret camera. Am I supposed to take this? Is this a joke? Um, but what happens is it inspires a really good feeling. It releases endorphins. You help someone feel better. And when they feel better, guess what they're going to do? They're going to tell somebody else. And that's how you spread goodness. And that's having a healthy relationship with money to put it out in the universe because you want to attract more money. How do you attract more money? By doing good deeds with money. Because we know that, yes, of course, you can buy thrill, you know, great things with money, go on vacation, all that. The truth of the matter is the more money you have, the more that you can impact people that need to be impacted. So that's the whole point of Wealth Wellness Wednesday. I love that. And of course, today's question of the day, and you know, you can go to our website, www.twosistas.online and leave us a voice uh, mail. And right in the corner, when you go on our website, it's on the right-hand side, you'll see a microphone and it will say, send message, click on that, leave us a voice message, the question of the day. And of course, if you want to add more to it, we would love to hear. Did you watch the State of Confusion Address? I love yeah. that. That's what I'm calling it. And on that note, we hope you have an amazing Wellness Wednesday. Go out and create that ripple effect. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters of Miss Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boys, Naughty Boss, ready to get my Wealth Wellness Wednesday on and help an unsuspecting person. Remember, gratitude is the greatest of all human emotions, despite what's going on. Always have a grateful heart. Uh, embrace, be accountable, those things you can't change, but be the, be the voice of change, be the voice, be the ambassador of gratitude and kindness. With that, we will see you tomorrow for a trending Thursday. I can't wait to hear what that's all about. Catch you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.